Maybe. How, what do I say? Welcome, Welcome to Craft Comics. Comics. My name is Jared Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. It's my birthday. It's his birthday, and a lot's happened. We were locked in a vault, yep. and we emerged and are excited to see what 2020 has brought us. They let us out, or we let ourselves out. That's right. We're going to have some fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome back. We're back in the studio. Craft back Comics, in it, baby. Craft Comics is here to stay. It's not going anywhere, baby. <laughs> Old Papa Rona can't. Uh, can't well, don't beat jinx, us don't back. jinx us. Because yeah, remember our true. last episode, we were like, we'll just wait for this whole thing to blow over. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, yeah. So uh, we gave up on that. We did. We gave up on it. Uh, Dan has invited me to join his circle. We yep. had a blood ritual. Yep. I joined my blood with his. Yep. And now neither of us can get corona. Yeah. And or we if also we... can't like can't like walk away more than a hundred feet of each other, or we start having massive cardiac arrest. Right. Our atoms begin to unmake themselves. That's the only other part of the blood ritual, but it's it's worth. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that now if either of us contracts it, we're. Yep automatically the other one gets it so yes. and that's yes. also part of the blood ritual so yep. Yep. i do recommend yeah uh, you know it's something that the cdc really hasn't gone over as much as i would appreciate yeah uh as an alternative to you know other methods of uh, social distancing exactly yeah exactly. why why blood not ritual just work it in there yeah it's the opposite of social distancing yep. it's rubbing your fluid on another person's <laughs> fluid open entry <laughs> yep Cool. You love to see it. You do love to see it. So, Jerry, it's it's. No, it's, we have to explain the show. You're Neither right, of you're us right. know what we're doing anymore. So please bear with us a touch. You're uh, explain the show. This is Craft Comics. This is a quote unquote weekly yeah. craft comic. Wait, craft beer and comic book podcast where Correct. we. Uh, <laughs> We we drink beer and we, we drink a fruit brews. We drink a fruit brews and we talk about comic books. Read that, a few books that usually came out last week, but yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it's all kind of touch and go lately. So. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll I feel like we'll hit our groove in the next few weeks. Would you say we'll get back on that horse? I think that we will get our groove back and get back on that horse. The emperors will get their new groove. Yep. They will also get their groove back and get their old groove. Mix it in with the new groove, create a whole new groove, baby. A whole, take the old, mix it in with the new. Now you yeah. got new, yeah. new. You got old, new, new, new. And new, new. And new, new. Yeah. That's incredible, Dan. Man, I've, I'm, I'm excited you're for on some kind of going. You're on some kind of level. What were you going to say before I introduced the show? Um, Do you even remember? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was funny. Uh, we might as well just do the first portion of the show. Oh, you want to just hop right in? Which is oh, asking each other. That's right. What we've been up to. That's I don't right. think we've really. Uh, I don't think there's much to catch up on. You know, it's just like you know. Is it, but what do the people? Uh, what do the the people need to know? I'm joking, of course, because it's been probably. How many months since our last podcast? February Jared? twenty something was our last so was our last like published six, episode. That's like half a year. Oh my! God. Where the viewers, <laughs> it's the August. listeners, have been deprived of craft comics. Ah, it's unbelievable. Half a year, unbelievable. We, I am. We failed you. We did. I mean, if there's one thing that can make quarantine worse, it's not having old Jerry in your earlobes, yeah. sensually massaging it with his yeah. vocal harmonies awkwardly str- awkwardly stumbling through <laughs> complex societal <laughs> issues trying to stumble through social <laughs> events yeah 
Um, but 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 we're back. So we're free, back. So fret no more. Yep. Yep. We'll yeah. be we'll be here to take care of you and stumble through some really difficult conversations and yeah. not quite get it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's our specialty, really. Uh, I, don't, I think we're pretty safe actually this week. This week, yeah. It's it's a pretty low key week in terms of like social issues, messages, yep. hard hitting yep. stuff. It was a good ease in, I would say. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely not going to put my foot in my mouth at all here ever. So thank. <laughs> Thankfully, definitely not going to happen. 2020 but. is my year. No more yep. foot in 2020. Is it's 2020? 20, yeah, I was going to say, man, 2020 is literally no, except for like maybe Papa Rona and Satan. I was just going to say Papa Roach. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Big, big year for Papa Roach. It's, yeah. his come, it's his comeback. It's his comeback. I actually think they might have released an album this year. I that swear is. I was talking to like someone who listens to like JJO and shit. Oh. And yeah, I don't, I don't remember who or why, but I think that Papa Roach has like a you know, maybe not top 40 song, but like something that has graced the billboard char- charts in some numeral. 2020 is Papa Roach's, yeah. Papa Roach's year. Yeah, what was I yeah, saying? Yeah. It's exactly it. So Dan, uh, yes, normally what we will do here is we'll talk about, we have a couple beers that we talk about. We'll do some tasting notes because yeah. everybody wants to know yep. what a couple people on the internet think about a beer that they'll never be able to drink. Yep. Uh, if I know anything about about podcasts, that's 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 content people want. I mean, but since seventy five percent at least of our listeners are in the Madison area, probably hundred. I don't want to. Let's I, be honest, but yeah, you're right. Like they they could feasibly reach out and get these beers. That's I right. would say we're doing a service. Uh, Giant Jones. I'll be waiting for the check in the mail. Yep. Um, I don't know. Working draft. Working drafts. Comic books. Marvel. I'm, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yep. We're holding the Madison area down. Yep. Uh, so, Jerry, uh, just oh. to spend a little bit more time on the social aspect of okay. this cast, if you had to pick one piece of content that you've consumed during quarantine since the last time, I know that you were probably spiraling into into depression yeah. at various points throughout the quarantine yeah. once we stopped doing the podcast, but yeah. if there was some little gleaming point of light that you looked at and was like, this is 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 some good shit and i'm gonna keep on living tomorrow what would it be uh so you said content that i consumed oh uh, yeah i mean like we usually talk about like games and yeah, tv and okay. shit like that right is whiskey so, content yeah whiskey's content okay maybe. well i i found i found a <laughs> bottle i found a bottle of whiskey that i really really enjoy it's, nice. ra- it's rabbit hole derringer uh, it's a, a, a Kentucky bourbon aged in PX sherry casks, and it's fucking delicious. 2017 gold medal. That's right. From New York World Wine and Spirits Competition. But the but Rabbit Hole is from Louisville. Yes, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. So. Yeah, I think I tried one of that last time I was over. We have seen each other several times. We have. Despite not podcasting it together, but we have, we've still been smonking, baby. Smonking meats. That's right. Uh, uh, socially distanced, socially yep. distanced, but now you've added me to, uh, yep, to, to your circle. circle. You gave me a hug. Yep. Felt indulgent. <laughs> felt, felt like I was doing a naughty thing. You know yep. what I mean? Holding a friend. Can you imagine? I can't. It, it was, it was a pretty wild ride. It was. It there's was. no one I'd rather do it with Jerry. We made it out the other side. Yep. Um, facetiousness aside, it, one, it's a good whiskey. Two, Something that I consumed in a piece of media that I really enjoyed. I think, let me think about it. What about you? Uh, so I would say I watched a really good anime that I've already told you about, Doro Hidoro. It's on Netflix, uh-huh. uh, spelled D-O-R-O-H-E-D-O-R-O. I have no idea what it means. Mm-hmm. But it is it is batshit crazy in all the coolest ways. It's like about 
this uh, world where there are magicians that basically <laughs> practice like their magician arts on people who don't have magical powers because like some humans are born with it, some people born Muggles. without it, and they like end up making these like horrible like Frankenstein things just because they're like, oh, let's test out our magic on these guys in like the urban areas and stuff like that. So the main character that doesn't seem very nice. It, they're not very nice, and that's why the main character's mission is to kill all magicians. Um, and he's like a half lizard man. He doesn't remember anything about before he became a lizard man. And his, uh, but he knows it was by some magician. Yeah, he was experimented on. Yep. And there's like a man who lives inside of his mouth. So he like has to, whenever he's like killing magicians, he like puts their whole head inside of his mouth and the man talks to them before he kills them. And he's like, what did the guy say? And they always says the same thing. He's like, you're not the one. So I don't, it's a cool mystery. It's a cool like world. It's also really funny and it's got a, like it's got kind of a bebop vibe for me at some points. Like the characters are super interesting and weird and they've got like half the characters are magicians. Half the characters are like the lizard man's kind of faction. I don't know. It's a really interesting, really well animated, um, good adult anime, but not too like gritty or anything. You would still like it. I think. Interesting. Um, That that sounds interesting. I thought of my content. Okay. What is it? It's a book. It was Mind of My Mind, that book that we yeah, read for, for our for book club. For our book club, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's that, f- me too. First, that was great. It's the first book I've read in like three decades, and it was uh, it was like it, first fiction or nonfiction or either. Just a book. Wow, I've never read in my life. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I can't read. <laughs> but you learned for this one. But I, learned, so, I couldn't read, and yeah. it was man. It was that's why it took me so long to finish. Wow, I had to learn how to read yeah. while I did it. Um, but no, it was a uh, a science fiction book. Uh, written in like the 70s yeah by uh octavia spencer correct butler butler octavia butler octavia butler spencer's the actress and uh it was about a young lady who had telekinetic powers i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna muddle this like crazy but she had telekinetic powers because she was part of like a mass breeding program by this one guy who eats people by a super like telekinetic who's like trying to basically breed his own super society so that they can be his super slaves yeah or something like that like everyone's already his super slaves and he's just trying to like breed the next evolution oh because they taste the best they taste the best right that too he just wants to eat them he wants to eat them but like i think he also intellectually likes the process of like creating a new society kind of a thing but yeah it, it, it that was a very good book it was it was super good i really yeah. i well, one thing i really enjoyed about it is the way that she wrote um the telekinesis it was this like kind of almost like yeah poetic very imagey way to write it and i've never i've never quite encountered that and it was really cool yeah for something for like a topic and a book that is so cerebral and takes place so much inside of the main character's like brain yeah they did a really good job of like uh making it interactive feeling you know yeah and like you could understand what was going on it wasn't too Mm -hmm. cerebral it wasn't like you were just sitting there being like okay yeah what the fuck is happening is there anything happening yeah Yeah. it it wasn't like that at all it was really cool yeah, that was a great book. I uh, actually recommended that to Crystal for her book club, yeah. and uh, they're going to read it now too. So, nice. at least I think they are. Nice, yeah. And uh, so I'd say video game wise, I got really back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is a weird thing did to you get into. Beat? I thought you beat it. You didn't. I beat did. It? I'm playing it again. Oh, okay. It's just cool. a fun game. I just nice. like tooling around. Yeah, little, yeah. P- little power fantasy. Uh huh. 
Um, Animal Crossing came out and then mm-hmm. is came uh, and went. Came and went. Yeah, for uh, me too. Crystal's still playing. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. cool. Uh, gosh, so much has happened. Yeah, I know. I can't even. It's hard think. to even like remember. Yeah. I also uh, I got really into Valorant, Riot's new shooter. I still play that a good amount. I fucking moved. Yeah, Jarrett moved. I mean, we're we're, we're not, not in Jerry's sweaty basement anymore. Now we're just in the sweaty upstairs. Yeah, in the sweaty like it, uh, what do you call it? Like second bedroom. That's not really a bedroom. Yeah, or the office or yeah. something. You want to yeah. call it the office? Yeah, and we'll it, call it the and office. it's like nice and it's nice and sweaty up yeah. here because it gets hot. It's yeah. an old, it's an old house. So it's like not it, like musty as much as the basement, but there's. Still a good like a good heat a good sweat going, a good dampness know? yeah there's yeah, a da- yeah, yeah. it's not a cool dampness yep. in fact it's a warm dampness exactly so it's a little different so but we're mixing it up a little bit definitely really really excited to see what uh this new you know atmosphere environment that we're in how it how it affects the show how it affects the podcast we'll probably be a lot hotter you know yeah, what i'm saying hotter we're gonna get uh, uh, some hot getting, ta- we're gonna get some hot takes get some hotter takes yeah hotter hotter than the sun yeah yeah Hotter, hotter than, than they have been for sure. That's we had some pretty cold takes. Yeah, we did. I feel like we're kind of getting on the same level of like comic books, where like yeah. I feel like you've turned me against the more like gritty comic book stuff, <laughs> and like I've kind of turned you towards like I don't know some other shit, like maybe like the horror stuff. You like that from the start, I guess. But you know, but I feel like we've we've come to a nice middle ground that we need to like break apart from violently. And start yes. like berating each other. We again. need to we need to get the part back where we hate each other. Yeah, that's it, what it's missing. Ugh, but I'm missing you. I and know now you're back in my life. It's hard to like. So, sorry, everybody. The content's going to be shit because <laughs> we're just going to be agreeing with each other. It's and hard to along. like view the only friend that I can like really interact <laughs> with on a week to week basis with like disdain. <laughs> Yeah, so, so far, so far, yeah. yeah. We'll, I'm sure we'll get there. We'll get there because like once we're really locked in together and like. Once we're sick of each other and just like, oh, I can't believe it. Jared's the only fucking person I'm yeah. seeing still, and it's fucking December. Or it could whatever. have been. It could have been anybody. <laughs> it could, it could have, have been, been fucking anyone. anybody but this guy. <laughs> Too bad, bitch. You're you're in here with me forever. Yep. So I do have a, a one interesting piece of. God, no uh, one cares, Dan. No, this will this will be a good <laughs> one, Jared. Actually, you won't give a shit, which is perfect. <laughs> yes, but. So uh, for my birthday today. Oh my God. Yeah. Off to a bad start. Yeah. So for my birthday today, my uh, brother and sister-in-law gave me this, um, gave me their present and it was like, they just sent me this link. They're like, just play this video. I'm just going to play a little clip. This is Batman calling from Wayne Manor. Now Enya and David wanted me to send you this shout out. So this is just for you. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. That's Kevin fucking Conroy from uh, he has been the voice of Batman ever since the mid 90s when Batman the animated series came out and uh, they paid him through this site called Cameo, which is apparently <laughs> yeah, like, I've heard of Cameo. You've heard of I haven't yeah. I haven't heard of it, but apparently they like pay actors and athletes who are out of work due to covid and uh, they let people kind of crowdsource like little bit uh like yeah they can just do voice pay. bits and yeah stuff. yeah so they contacted kevin conroy who's like one of my personal heroes he's like an awesome dude and uh he's been the voice of batman ever since i was a child too he just retired like two or three years ago so they yeah. got him to record it's like five minutes long that's this incredible message. and he like goes on about like how hard things are during covid but we need to like we never need to lose sight of like hope and and like <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious and and but the other thing that was hilarious is dan he, i care about this i care about this because you you care about this okay. thanks jerry yeah 
Um, and yeah, the other hilarious thing was they, he assumed there was some miscommunication and he thinks that Dave and Enya are my mother and father, whereas in fact they are my brother and sister-in-law. So he's like, your, your parents, Dave and Enya, they love you very much. And <laughs> That's I just amazing. Wanted to express that to you as Batman. But yeah, so there's, yeah, I, I didn't even know that market existed, uh, for anyone and yeah, yeah, so I was like, I looked at the thumbnail because I saw. I was like, is that Kevin Conroy? What is going on? And like, sure enough, sure enough, yeah, Kevin Conroy talking to me. It was a video, like, yeah, yeah, and nice. he like recorded it, and yeah, for, for like five minutes, it was a long video. Yeah, like, I know damn. people have been doing that with Tara Strong, and she's been doing a lot of Harley, oh, really? Harley Quinn videos. And nice, stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so. so yeah, that was it. Was a pretty great birthday gift and topical for the cast as well. That is very topical. So thank you, Dave and Enye. Yeah, so thank you, Dave and Enye. Uh, wonderful gift. And uh, Kevin a gift, Conroy. Gift for you, gift for the listeners. Yep, yep. Kevin Conroy, you are uh, you seem like a pretty sweet dude. Thank you very much for the opportunity Aww. to listen to your beautiful voice again. That's so nice, Dan. Yeah. So nice. All right. Um, should we... Dan is almost done with his beer, so I think it might. this might be the time... Yeah, it's time for the tasting notes, Where we baby. start to talk about... Where we start to talk about Black is Beautiful by Giant Jones Brewing. Right? Great friend of the of the podcast. We've yep. had their beers on mm-hmm. it quite a few times. Um and and I do know the brewers sort of. Like <laughs> they, they would recognize me. They wouldn't know my name, yep. but they'd be like, Hey, that's that guy who's like forced us to talk to them a few times. Yeah, nice. Uh so yeah, this is Black is Beautiful. It is a Black Lives Matter collaboration. Uh, between Giant Jones and Weathered Souls Brewing Company out of San Antonio, Texas, uh, which I believe is a black-owned brewery. Um, I have not heard of them prior to this collaboration, but uh, I will definitely look out for them. Where are they from? Uh, they Texas? Are from, yeah, San Antonio. How the fuck? Okay, this is a I curious question. I was wondering question. that, too. Somebody, like, get, let's get Kevin Conroy on the line. Yep. And I need to ask him what he thinks about that, because how do you collaborate with... I'm just curious. I don't know. I would imagine, like, it would be mostly recipe based recipe and then maybe they send some ingredients is there like some texas grain in here or something like maybe, that maybe maybe um but yeah i'm not sure i imagine that it would it's probably mostly recipe right? i would imagine it's mostly recipe because i think i mean the idea i think is that they just wanted to do something to support the black lives matter movement and they reached out to a bunch of breweries and you know wanted to collaborate or maybe they already knew these guys who knows yeah. Um, but yeah, all the proceeds benefit Freedom Inc., which is cool, a local nonprofit in the Madison area. Do you know um, what they do? They do a lot. I don't know. Spe- they're they're like one of they're like probably the most prominent like social justice nonprofit institution that I know of, at least in the Madison area. There are quite a few, but I think that like when I saw fundraisers at their peak and stuff like that freedom inc was kind of like number one there's like freedom inc three the free the 350 urban triage um there's a few others but yeah they're one of the biggest madison uh, social justice nonprofits in the area cool yeah cool Cool stuff so what do you think of the actual uh brew i know that we are generally quite a fan of giant jones yes and for me this is no exception this is a good brew yeah i i'm gonna agree with you because you know it's just been such a long time since i've been i just can't (laughs) i can't can't possibly disagree no this is really good you wouldn't want to anyways yeah this is uh giant jones does to me some of the best staple beers they do but they all of their beers are super big yeah right like this is like a nine percent ten percent yep yeah, uh, their their like tagline is big beers for everyone. So right. they, they try to be a very inclusive brewery and uh really make only big beers. Like, I don't think I've seen a beer well, of sub eight percent or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe so, seven, but 
Like, so they do st- things like, they don't, they don't just do stouts, though. They do, like, double IPAs and yep. p- a Weizenbox yep. and uh, yep. British Strong Ales and yep. all these kind of crazy Red things. Red Ales. Yep. Uh, and so this is really no exception to me for me. Uh, this is just an, an insanely good stout. It's it's yeah. it's so drinkable. It doesn't have that um, syrupy, sweet, yeah. cloying thing that yeah. some stouts do. Like, you you were saying this is a dry stout. Yep. Um, which which I, I'd agree with. It's a full-bodied dry stout. It's yeah. very cho- it's a chocolate, like, more yeah. chocolate than coffee for me. But it's not, it doesn't taste like, like, so many stouts now are, like, focused on a lot of additives, which is good. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's not. It's this. This is chocolate from the grains. Right. You know, it's like it's not peanut butter. Right. Banana. Right. Oh, bacon. Uh, lactose in there. I nope. don't think. Yeah, like I said, they they do staple beers and they do staple beers extremely extremely yep. well, which is cool. Yeah, I appreciate that about them. They're not like super crazy in terms of additives or anything. It's just, uh, and they do a lot of styles that I don't typically see. Yeah, yeah, either. like the British, the British strong ale, the pale yeah. Weizenbach. Yep. Oh, the, the, yep. those are like some of my staple beers for, the, yeah. for them, and it's just so good. So it's it's mm-hmm. cool to see. I love stouts. Uh, I, I sometimes I get a little bit, and this is just the like the the frustrated, bitter old man in me. I go to the liquor store and I'm like, I, I just want a fucking stout, and Another I try to peanut butter marshmallow. Uh, part, pe- yes, peanut stout. butter with marshmallow added, and I'm just like, give me, yeah. a, give me a goddamn stout. <laughs> what happened to what happened to simple beers by simple folk? <laughs> what happened to grains and yeast and hops? <laughs> and hot hot water and, and grain. Hot water. A kiss of hot water to extract the the sugar. What happened, to old Jerry, dipping his feet in that nice hot watery mash? And that nice sloppy mash. <laughs> Whatever happened to that, Dan? I don't know. I, I guess we stopped either. brewing. Yeah, yeah, probably right. No one else would let us do it. I had a beer that was just the worst the other day. Oh, yeah. Can I just tell you about yeah, this beer that I had? Yeah, please do. It was called um, Mandarin Puff Tart, and it sounded good. I was like, oh, citrusy. But then I saw... Oh, and I Creamy. And I, what kind of beer was it? It was a... That's what it... That's the thing. I, I thought it was going to be some kind of Mandarin IPA thing. And then I took Is it, it a home. sour? Uh, I thought it could have been that too. Yeah. Then I took it home and it was like brewed malt beverage. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, boy. And it was like... It had like marshmallow additive, like marshmallow sugar. Okay. It was fucking terrible. Oof. It was bad. It was, was it very, beer? Okay, apparently, yes. I think so. Allegedly, yeah. It was like because so, like some malt beverages aren't beer, right? Like cold forty fives or whatever. Yeah, it, I don't know. That's the thing. I have no idea. It was it was tang orange. Yeah, and it just tasted like orange juice. And okay. then and then on the note, it was like this like weird kind of like how like to, like toasted marshmallows smell. Okay, is what it tasted like, and I was not a fan. Hmm, that's too bad. I have some in my fridge. We could try it later. Yeah, maybe a yeah. bonus beer. We'll have bring a, it back instead of doing bargain bins. We'll do like bargain beers. Bargain beers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, at least we don't have to read anything. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I miss, I miss fucking the 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 weird shit that we used to see. Yeah. I, we the problem was is we started running out. We we got all the good weird shit early, and then yeah. I would just slip through those bargain bins. And we'd I'd like, like we'd like comb for Ultraverse, but they're pretty hot commodities. Yeah, so and then gonna pull and then. And every now and then you'd get a fucking one of those just nutty ones where the yeah. people were just sucking and or like, fucking yeah, each the other. Yeah, the anime ones. Yeah, those, those are, are amazing. Yeah. Kiko-san. Yeah, Kiko-san. Kiko-san. Damn. 
She like saved the world through her orgasms, right? No, that was a or, different one. Oh, that was Kiko-san. Was that Kiko-san was the one with the the boy who oh. was tucking and had a bulge the whole time. Is that the one with this the old uh, bar? This old bar is going to see some wild yeah, times. That was yeah, that was a good one. You're thinking of the pirate lady who saved yeah. the world with her with her orgasm ability. Yeah, her time I... traveling, dimension yeah. spanning orgasm. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, I wish I could remember it. That was a really good what one. uh what day are bargain bins for Wednesdays. Graham Cracker Wednesdays. Wednesdays. So I probably the, won't get them then. Those are the days that um, comics come out too. So if, okay. if if you're picking them up, I would recommend sh- going to the shop on Wednesdays. Well, I think I'll, but if I get a pull list started, then it doesn't That's really true. matter, right? Yeah. The way that I shopped admittedly infuriated the comic shop yeah, owner, yeah. Bit, but I would be like week to week kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but you can email him. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to have to get his email from you and then yeah. I'll probably start that up. And like then just like send it. You can, yeah. he said that he, you could just literally like send him, send him ones that like a list yep. um, a week before and he would, and he would pick them up or, or try to yeah. pack them in for you. So cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably get started on that next week because I am pulling the comics now and pulling. It's because I'm. It's because I'm so. Power. It's because I'm so scared of him. I don't want to go back. <laughs> well, that and also you would go. There is a practical reason for it. You would go on the way back from work. You don't go to work anymore. Nope, none of us go to work. None anymore. of us go to work anymore. It's 2020, baby. That's right. Um. So I mean, you would have to drive all the way downtown. Imagine and... going to work. <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad. There's some people that I probably still yeah, fucking have to. Sorry, I know. not essential workers. Fucking sorry. Guys. Smug as smug as shit over here yep. being like, lol, my experience is everyone's experience. I've got the same amount of money and I work from home. Ha okay. ha ha. But yeah, so so <laughs> sorry about that. We yeah, are very my, privileged. Yeah. Uh, we're already waiting into we're waiting into complex social social we're things. We're just waiting though, we're not diving Dip, in. Dipping right? our little toesies yep, right in a yep, whoop, yep, whoop, but we're not gonna do whoop, that. Whoop, whoop, we're gonna we're gonna keep it light and keep it fresh keep for it, the keep it airy. Yeah. Nice yeah. and effervescent. Yeah. Especially because we're not used to talking about like real topics in like six. Well, that's not totally true. It's been a pretty real six it's months. Been a, <laughs> what are you talking about, Dan? We just went to sleep and I just woke up. I have yep. no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we've been locked in your basement this whole time and we just emerged <laughs> Ooh, out so of... so sleepy. We're so innocent. You know what I mean? Like... Savvy just wheeled us into the new house so we didn't have to endure any yeah. of the stress of the actual moving. That's right. Yeah, she just handled it all. She just <laughs> she rolled just us just... upstairs and dumped us in this room and here we are. We're supposed... She, she hits us with a sedative once a month. We were supposed to come out... <laughs> out of this mid-March and she just decided it was best to let her boys sleep. Yeah. So she should just kept on running running some more <laughs> just sedative. Just kept that hooked straight into our veins. <laughs> the slow drip. IV baby. You love to see it. That's, you know, she's really an angel. Yeah, she <laughs> really think, is. If yeah. you think about it, she kept us nice yep. and sleepy said, yep. hey, it's time for you boys to wake up because I am building a I'm building a table for the Dax's kennel. I need and it, also, I need you smell know. like shit. I haven't washed you in six months. So. <laughs> You're literally covered, covered in shit. Covered in feces and You're, piss. It's like layered onto you. <laughs> <laughs> just caked like shale oh god <laughs> and chip us chip it off but you know that wasn't gonna stop us we're still here recording baby that's right still covered in our own shit yep. it'll it'll work its way out as we move yep. dan is it time to talk about some mix i think it's time to talk about some books baby books baby uh so we're gonna start with marvel this week very light uh even though we haven't read a book in months dan decided to buy five and one of them we've read already yep and uh yeah i mean it's 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 hard without a pull list man and also i didn't really and And you and you're not on wednesday so you can't just look for the new tags exactly yeah all the new ones were like all sold out so he's probably like only ordering small yeah ones, yeah so, yeah it's yeah. hard so i'll i'll do better next time i'll do better mm-hmm. you try right once That's we get a pull thing. list going it'll be easy but yeah so we've got four books for you 
Uh, I figured we'd spend so much time talking about other shit anyways, and we are already almost a half hour into it. Are so. we really? Yeah. Damn, damn. Shoot. Time just flies. Time flies when you're having a good old time. Yeah, when you're having a good old time with your only friend that you can really see. <laughs> so the, the first book that we're going to talk about today is X-Men number 10, written by Jonathan Hickman, with art by Frinal. Frinal Francis Frinal Lancis U. <laughs> Uh, Lionel Francis Yu, Sonny Go on the Colors, Clayton Cowler on the Letters. Clayton Cowler, what a he, he cowls. He cowls, so yep. he's a cowler. Yeah, so this uh, this is a this was a pretty cool book. And we loved X Men. Uh, yeah, we do. And I know that we were a little less hot on it after House and Powers of X ended because that was like the really big event from last year that was awesome with Hickman. And but then, then it, it got, got good. It got yeah, it got good again. It got bad, but then it got good again. Yeah, yeah. They got too I, much I, into Cyclops's kids. And Cyclops. See, it's a prominent feature in this yeah. in this one. But I remember it got good with that uh, Mystique one. You oh yeah, that, that shit. Fuck that was good. cool. It was real good. Uh, so this is X Men number ten, and it's a story that takes place in two parts. Uh, a man named Empire is getting his shit fucked up by a big green thing. Yeah. So I think the Celestials. Yeah, they're, they're called. They're messing him up, man. They, they like took sp- over the moon. They split his whole body open and see a yeah. fire inside, and it's like. It's very cool. It's like his superpower is he like has this blazing fire inside of him and he can like kind of transform her like to, to so that he can open his chest cavity and like yeah. expose it. It's crazy. Or I think they break it open to see his power or something like it's, it. But it's cool. It's very cool visually. And then yeah, he wakes and then he wakes up and then he somehow is like, no, I don't want to drink margaritas with these two babes. I'm going to go brood somewhere. So then he goes yeah. and he goes and brood somewhere and just happens to walk into a bunch of plant people who are trying to build a colony on the moon. And then also, but they're being jerks about it. And they're also building a weapon on the moon so that right. they can, they're being jerks about it yeah. so they can blow up earth or blow something. Blow up earth or something. And but he's they just like, you better avoid Krakoa cause that's where I live. But they, they fucking didn't, they didn't see the Scott Scummers mega mansion on the moon. Yeah. That's a, such a, that's such a fucking Cyclops thing to do. Yeah. I'm going to live in a, fl- in a flower on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Scott. Hey, can we pause really quick and check to make sure the levels are okay? I just want to make sure that both of our mics are like the same level. Yeah, they look good to me. They look good to me. Yeah, we can, we can, we can can listen. Let's check it quick. Uh, You're always quieter because you're a little dingus. But I'm like, I'm like right. My lips are on the fucking mic right now. That looks good. All right, we'll 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 check the we'll check the levels. All right, Dan. High maintenance. You're, all right, you're, all right, all right. We turned you up a little bit. I think you. I think I may have turned you up too much. Yeah, maybe. Let's check it again. Oh goodness, we're gonna level check. Get it. All right. All right. All right. I'll better. We figured it out. I think. Uh, and if it's not good, then you're just going to have to leave with it. Then leave. You're going to have to leave with it and live with it. Yep. <sighs> Who are these ladies? Um, I don't really know any of the characters Shit. in this book. It's yeah. like they're all obscure X-Men. Medium, medium power. Yeah, that's what she says. Yeah. Is they're like medium power Which is heroes. funny. But he's like a literal nuke, so I'm not quite sure why he's a medium power. Yeah. I don't. I don't really get it either but you know we for Petra, missing out on all the issues we've missed out on it's not i didn't feel too lost this is vulcan petra and sway yeah uh so the 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 story of this is basically um they as the scott the scott scummers folks yeah. went and uh left to go to the beach and so they left these three uh, medium-powered mutants in their in charge uh, of the moon in charge of the moon and so they were just going to get drunk which yep. is amazing. That sounds like super fun. Yeah, I fun. like that. 
but instead he ends up committing some kind of like mild to severe genocide <laughs> by accidentally well actually no not accidentally no he f- literally fucked him up on yeah purpose. he like exploded and like killed all these uh plant pros yeah but i mean they were jerks though they were jerks they were gonna blow up uh they krakoa stuck- as we find out in the last page yeah and they and they and they gave him that fucking the the mind worm yeah the, the, yeah. the star trek mind worm that, yeah like, they did something your- to him i wasn't really clear on what they actually did to him but he's like they're like you're broken. We can't fix you, so we changed you, and then yeah. he and then he set them all on fire, like you do. Yeah, as you do. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Pretty um, neat. It looks like. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many issues we've missed. It's probably like five, right? Somewhere around there. And uh, apparently, Krakoa is still kicking. Yeah, that's uh, good. Apparently, there's like this race of plant people that are out to destroy humans or mutants or both. I'm just in love with Scott's uh, little speedo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he would wear a speedo. <laughs> yeah, that guy would. is such a piece of garbage. <laughs> uh, so Dan, I, I think we, I think we covered I think we covered the story pretty well. Yeah, uh, it feels good to be back in X Men. Like, yeah, I I can't say I understood all of this, but it's what know, happened last issue. I don't know. Yeah, what happened the last five issues, Jerry? I don't know. I don't think it was five. I think I think the Mystique one was like seven or eight. I know comics have really? been. Yeah, I know comics yeah, have they been. They have slow. been on hiatus for a while yeah. too, and it's hard, right? I, I yeah. can't imagine it's easy. I feel like a comic book writing would really lend itself to remote work pretty easily. Yeah, because they are shipping it back and. And like everything's got to be mo. Well, I don't they're know. probably not shipping it back and forth anyway. Right. It's all online. It's all online. It's all digital, Damn. baby. Damn. That's amazing. I can't imagine anyone's like sending pencil drawings to each other. Quick, get these pencils in the mail and yeah. rush delivery. Gotta get. Uh... I gotta hit my deadline, or Stan Lee's gonna burn my forehead <laughs> with a cigar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but I. So I'm wondering how much of it was due to. Uh, production constraints and how much of it was done because people aren't buying as many comics during yeah, COVID because they're fucking uh, broke. Yeah, some some of that too. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, one other uh, piece of information, sort of unrelated to this, but uh, did you hear that? Oh, I can't remember. So there's one production company that like prints all of the comics and actually like ships them out and stuff. Diamond. Diamond. Yeah. Did you hear the DC uh, split ways with Diamond? No. Yeah. They're doing it all in-house now, so they're not using Diamond anymore. They're just shipping it? Yeah. There's some... Oh, fuck. I think they're, they're like, created their own, like, shipping department or something nice. like that. Did, did um, Sean tell you this? No, no. Sean wasn't there. It was some kid. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think he works on the weekends. Did okay. you get him today? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting, because apparently they have, like, this big monopoly on... The yeah. entire comics industry. And they suck, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, Diamond yeah. will miss shipments, and they'll be like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? Are you going to whine about it? Are you going to leave me a bad Yelp review? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, DC's like, yes. Yes. I will. <laughs> do it myself. And, like, why not? Fuck you, Dad. And, like, Marvel's got more money than God now, so I yeah. can't imagine that... Diamond's going to go under, man. Yeah, maybe. But, but maybe they'll be more accommodating now that they know that they need to please Marvel or they will be irrelevant. Fuck you, Dad. I'll drive my own friends to the mall. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what DC said. That's what DC said, yeah. That's what old Jeff Johns said. Jeff Jones... He's not He's not. In, he's not there anymore. That's right. That's right. Who it's is it? Else. Oh, no. Know. we no, no, he is there. Dan DiDio is... He's there, down. but he's not the... He's not the head, huh? Yeah, he's not the CEO or whatever c c o chief creative officer yeah you're right you're right probably so what did you think of x-men 10 would you how many dans out of dan oh i'd give it a few dans out of dan i i liked it it was uh 
it was yeah it was it was good it was it's hard to like would you recommend it to anybody yeah i think i'd recommend like this series as a whole to like like i wouldn't tell go out and tell anyone to like get this specific issue like it was a good issue but i feel like you know a lot of hickman's shit relies on context that he's been building up for god knows how many issues so yeah this doesn't feel as easy this new x-men series doesn't feel as easy to recommend to just general people yeah uh especially now that's starting to what was cool about it is that it was kind of this like self-contained didn't lean on any mythos but yeah. now it's starting to lean on that yeah right so it's like eh. right it starts to become harder and harder to follow i would say that like some of the one shot issues are better than others this one it's it's fine yeah it's cool yeah but i liked the mystique one more yeah. i would just recommend that to anybody yeah. you don't even have to like really read x-men to, to just get something cool yeah out of that, you know so maybe this was like sort of a one-off and they'll get back to the main storyline later or maybe like you know based on the issues we've missed maybe this is part of the whole uh it kind of seems line. that way they said that the plants have taken over the moon yeah so, so it, it looks like they're yeah but but maybe mystique's shit is still going on hopefully hopefully we didn't miss all that yeah and, um, but Krakoa is still around, which is, I guess my main concern was like, oh, what if it's just like blown up What the, what if Mystique just like torched it all already? Yeah. But it doesn't look it. like we've gotten there. So that's yeah, good. I think this is a, a much more slow burn thing. So it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I, I would, I'd recommend it for anyone who, uh, has been reading all of them this whole time, <laughs> a glowing, easy recommendation. And if I you've been it, reading them, keep reading, them. keep reading them. Yeah. I won't discourage you from doing what you're already going to do. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was X-Men. Yep. And next up, we have another favorite of the podcast. Next for it's these like a, men. It's like a hod. It's like a what, hod? A uh, highlight reel. Like a, you know what I mean? Of, of like all of our favorites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Because I there. just kind of like grabbed whatever I could yeah. find and recognize like, off I, of the I wall. Remember, I remember Immortal Hulk before before the Great Thaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is Immortal Hulk number, I said three. It's not. It's 35 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, written is, by uh, Al Ewing. Yep, 35. With art not by our usual guy, yeah. um, but by Joe Mike Bennett. Hawthorne. Uh, Mark Morales is on the inks, Paul Mounts is on colors, and Corey Pettit is on the letters, Dan. Yeah, so I feel like this was actually the perfect time to pick up Mortal Hulk again. Yeah, Zemnu's gone. Yeah, Zemnu's gone. The Minotaur, it sounds like, is gone. Yeah. uh, Because they're talking about how, like, his... That company rocks on it. Like, yeah, it went under. Everyone's investigating them for fraud. Like, I think the CEO is like, who's the Minotaur? Did he squish his own head? God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have failed. (laughs) That would be so dumb, but it would be appropriate. Um, So, I I don't know. We don't know exactly what happened, but, like, there was this big Yeti guy named Zemnu who had, like, implanted (laughs) his memory as, like, everyone's favorite childhood uh tv show and he was the hulk right and uh what didn't he he implant his head that he was the hulk the incredible hulk oh did he i remember remember. that was a big like page turner reveal at one of them i was like it's the immortal hulk and it was like fucking zemnu (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he was like able to basically make himself a nostalgia figure for all americans and then he told him the hulk was evil it's super dumb it was kind of like he was like a villain I I I, th- I had this I, I had this thought. It was a, not an intelligent thought, but I feel like it might be a quasi intelligent thought. Perfect. That he is. We're he, not about intelligent thoughts here, Jerry. No, he is the like vil- If you took the Mandela effect and made him a villain, that's what Zemnu is. 
What's the Mandela effect? Again? So the Mandela effect is that thing that <clears throat> like, so it was referring to this like collective memory that didn't happen. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. That Nelson yeah. Mandela died in prison, but he didn't oh, die in prison, okay. but everybody thinks that he did yep. or something like that. And then the Berenstein Bears is one of them. It's not oh. actual the Berenstein Bears. It's the Berenstein or Stein oh, or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's just like basically saying that like things can work their way into the cultural consciousness that never existed. Exactly. And it becomes yeah. this collective memory that never happened. Yeah. Interesting. It's nutty. So that's them new. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like member berries from South Park. Yeah. Kind of like that too. Um, v- a villain version of the member berries. Yeah. Though the member berries were villains. Yeah 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 that's true but like a a hulk villain version i guess but yeah yeah so this was a good time to get back in because he's gone minotaur is gone and apparently they were able to like spin it so that the media loves the incredible hulk again which i thought was kind of weird um hey big guy yeah and he's like doing charity work and stuff like that trying to like trying to build a house improve his image doing like a that was kind of that was kind of weird because i was like i didn't wasn't I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I, I everyone hated him. Yeah, and, but I, I think they hated him because Zemnu told them to hate him, and now they. Well, even before that, that, he was the he was a yeah, scare, a man and, on the run. Yeah, and like honestly, that's kind of been the Hulk's thing since he was created. So I do think this is kind of a weird angle because, like, I feel like it's pretty essential to his character the fact that he's like the people fear and don't understand him and yeah. he's like a misunderstood like monster even though he's trying to do his best or yeah he's just doing thing. his best yeah he's just doing that's what everyone's doing right yeah. it's just he's big and green so they judge him a little harsher well and he does like level city blocks yeah but only when he's he's beating up the bad guys sure. who are trying to level city sure. blocks and kill people and somehow he levels city blocks without killing anyone yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was a good time to get back into it. I like the stuff with uh, Betty is still like a, a giant red hawk demon looking thing. That won't talk to Bruce in her in her normal human body. Yeah. So she's like she's become a monster kind of similar to the Hulk. But they did. I, I liked that back when it happened and I still like it now. It's good. Um, I feel like it gives her character something to do that isn't just like get Waiting cancer. around and getting cancer, yeah. yeah. Getting cancer from his dick. Yeah, exactly. From his toxic Hulk dick. His We've toxic all been Hulk there. seed. Yep. Um, and yeah, Rick Jones is still back in it. He's the guy that they like brought back in some like government Frankenstein thing, and oh, yeah. but he's good again. And uh, so yeah, I don't Joe know. Fix It. Uh, yep, Joe Fix It is still in it. Um, he's like the alter um, one of. Bruce Banner's alternate personalities. And yeah, this is starting to like very not subtly talk about dissociative identity disorder. They like yeah. refer to it specifically by name in this. So yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's not like a metaphor for it. Right. It's like a the a Bruce Banner has it. Yeah. And yeah. It's also superpowers. So I think that's kind of I think that's kind of neat. Like at the beginning, you get um, this kind of weird mindscape thing of Bruce and the normal Hulk, the big guy. Yeah. The big guy Hulk having this conversation about how they kind of like how Bruce has always hated him and how he's a cage. Yep. Uh, And in the meantime, so this is all happening in his like subconscious. And in the meantime, Joe fix it is walking around talking to Brock Sampson or doc Sampson. Doc Sampson. Yeah. It's crazy. What a weird thing. Yeah. I, and I did kind of like that angle of 
you know, Bruce was talking to the Hulk and the Hulk was like basically telling him like, fuck you, man. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you, dude. You always try to kill us. You always try to kill yourself to kill us. And then you always try to like get rid of us in some crazy radiation. But then when you you need me. Yeah. yeah. And when you need me, you come crawling back and I have to bail your bitch ass out of whatever bullshit you've gotten me into. And it's like, that's a pretty legit perspective. Yeah. I'd be be a little miffed too. Yeah. Cause, cause like traditionally like Bruce Banner's thinking on the Hulk has been pretty uh i would go as far as to say like bigoted you know like he's just he just like he's like oh it's a big green monster i don't want to be a great big green monster i'm it's a like, regular white man yeah, yeah yeah exactly and it's like no this is like a sentient being that you're dealing with who's done a lot of good shit for a lot of people and maybe you shouldn't be vilifying him and trying to kill yourself like just uh yeah be dramatic hawkeye shot him in the head yeah yeah Man, what a jerk what a jerk but he asked him to, right? Isn't yeah, that thing? that's true. Yeah, but he still did it. Yeah, he still did it. You know who wouldn't have done that? Who? Better Hawkeye. Yeah, you're right. She would have been like, yeah, nah, dude. Kate Bishop, legend. She'd be like, no, let me, let me just like, I don't know, give you a inspirational word of advice and let go me, back to the west or, coast, or like, or invite you along to some plucky adventure. That yeah, the soul. You know, yeah. we got. Oh no, we got to fight sharks that have legs. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like maybe you don't have to kill yourself. You just got to help me uh, take out these sharks with legs. Huh? Oh no, my boyfriend's here. Yeah, yeah. classic <laughs> Kate Bishop stuff. You know, you, yeah, you, you gotta love it. Yeah, I do love it. I, I do would, love it. I would like to see more Kate Bishop. Who so, who wrote? Uh, West Coast? Yeah, her Kelly Thompson. Yeah, Kelly Thompson. What is she doing lately? I don't know. That was really good, though. I'm still sad that got canceled. Yeah. Kelly Thompson, where are you at? What you writing? Yeah, we'll have to look it up in the break. We will. And speaking of break, I think it's about time, yeah? It is about time. Yeah, uh, halfway through. Would you recommend this to anyone? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's still another it's another one of those. The series as a whole is excellent. It yeah, start- obviously went through a really bad time with the Minotaur shit. Yeah, that wasn't good. No, I miss God. This has gotten so. I was like, I was thinking about this. It's like thirty five issue thirty five, and I was like, man, I remember when Immortal Hulk was this like crazy dark gritty fucking once a week monster horror yeah. story, and I was like, we need to get back to that. Yeah, I that agree. was some good. That was some good shit. Yeah. Now it's like now it's like okay. Now it's just a Hulk book. Yeah, it's starting to feel like a bit like a just a Hulk book. Yeah, I agree. Which is fine. Yeah, I, well, I like a Hulk book, but it's like it's like man. I'm yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. I guess is my recommendation you for idiot. this book in 2020. <laughs> yeah, I you know. idiot yeah, for real. But like Al Ewing's still doing it. He's a great writer. Yep. He he, uh, he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy too. I think that's a yeah. Eh, so I don't know. We're we're still at at the end of this. Hulk oh. just kind of like explodes and vaporizes. Oh, yeah. I feel like we didn't talk about what happens in this at all. Well, there isn't a lot that happens. It's kind it's of a lot like of talking. It's a lot of like transition from the Zemnu stuff into whatever this next arc is going to be about, and we don't really know what yeah, it's going to be about. Yeah, but you just said the Hulk exploded and killed the mayor. We neglected to mention. That's that. true. We did neglect to. <laughs> that's why I wanted to make sure we covered it. Oh, Pretty and. <laughs> Plot point. So, like, yeah, when he's building the Habitat of Humanity house, uh, at the Some end... stuff happens, he blows up, kills the mayor, whatever. Something, <laughs> something triggers inside of him, and uh, he, like, explodes it, That guy. It was when that guy touched him. Yeah. He, he blew up. We got a cat visitor. Yeah, we do. Here. Um, so, yeah, we'll see where it goes, but I don't know. I guess it's better than him doing more Habitat of Humanity stuff. Not that that's a bad thing, but it is kind of bad from a reading perspective it's like it's boring it's kind of a weird thing to read in a hulk comic yes but uh i was trying to get my cat to meow on the microphone so. oh gotcha 
part own. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. All right. Yeah. We'll take a break. Uh, get back with beer number two. Uh, and then the other two books that we're going to read. We're going to we're gonna talk about some DC stuff. Books three and four. Books DC. Three and four. Here we go. Books three and four. Danny and Jerry. DC. Together Danny forever. Danny and Jerry. Gonna eat some stuff. <laughs> and we're back. Yay. We're back uh, with another beer, Dan. Back with a brand new brew, Jerry. Back in the, in the business, in the building with a brand new brew. Oh, this smells so good, man. Take a sip. Uh, so this is, what is this? Oh. <laughs> This is pulp culture, DDH pulp culture. This is a limited edition oh. uh, version of Working Draft's uh, staple hazy IPA, pulp culture, uh, which we've also had on the podcast before. Um, it is famous to me as the beer that introduced me to hazies, um, and it is a very good hazy. So this is their special release version Double dry hop is what DDH stands for. So oh. it's it's just like a lot. It's even hazier, baby. It's even we, hazier. We took the hazy IPA and we poured some more haze into it. We took more. We took the haze you had, and now you <laughs> won't even know where the fuck you are. It's so hazy. <laughs> You'll be lost in this haze. You're gonna be lost in this haze. I'm lost in this haze right Dan, now. Dan, are you man. lost in the haze? Mm, that is so good. It's hit just, me with hit me with your fucking tasting notes. Ready? Go. Nose. So. Nose, I would guess like I would say like more like flowery, like it's still citrusy, um, but it's more flowery hops uh, on the nose for me. And then once it gets to the tongue, it's all about that citrus, baby. These are just like very citrus heavy hops being used. Uh, I don't remember exactly what. I don't even know if it says or if it's a company secret. Super um, secret. But yeah, I guess it still definitely is citrusy on the nose too, but. It's one of those, I feel like a lot of times with hazies, a lot of the hop flavor is in the nose because it's not, they're not bittering It's hops. a volatile aromatic. Mm-hmm. So it, you lose a lot of the actual, when you lose the bitterness, I feel like you lose a lot of the hop, the, I don't know, like the, what you would traditionally consider like a, a hop flavor. And what's left is like a still hoppy, but mostly like citrusy uh flavor that yeah. is true that is um typical of hazies hazy ipas for me i get the the leading the leading edge of the nose and the first sip is like tropical fruit pineapple mm-hmm. yeah pineapple maybe some coconut yeah. some kind of weird citrusy yeah zest some orange zest or something maybe and then what i think is actually really interesting about this and I wonder if it's because it's dry hopped. Uh, it kind of actually bitters a lot more for me than a lot of um, Other hazy hazies. IPAs. Yeah. So like I get like the you get that sweet burst of yeah. like juicy tropical flavors, yeah. and then it goes kind of bitter. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hello. Yeah. And then it washes away to something a little actually a bit more piney and resinous, which mm. I'm wondering is because it's the, you've got that literal. Yeah, you're right on the on the back vegetal notes get a bit of like the bitterness that kind of like stays. Yeah, it reminds me of an IPA, like an old mm-hmm, IPA. Like mm-hmm. it, it just lingers on the back of your tongue and it's, yeah. it's nice. This is nice. It's a nice easy drink. And I remember, I don't remember, I wish I had some, what was it, Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Pulp Culture. Pulp Culture. I wish I had some Pulp Culture next to it to see. You know, yeah. Compare it side yeah. by side. But yeah, it's really tasty. Yeah, nice. Look at it. We're back. We're like what? Did, what did we hit him with? We hit him with the the fat ass stout, and yep. then and then the the, and then the, du- hazy, the double hazy double IPA. Hazy. We really are back, Dan. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Back to our old tricks of mean beers, but then uh, not really mean beers, I guess. Well, hazy's kind of a mean beer. You know what? 
Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. They we can taste do... good. It's the summer. It's 2020. We're trying to get by. We're try- we're just scraping it together. Mm-hmm. B- holding our holding our like psyches. Doing our fucking best. Just trying to be happy. Trying to do anything. Yeah. Fuck you, listener, <laughs> for judging us. <laughs> trying to do anything that'll just get us by. And you know what? This is doing it for me. This is yeah. scraping Danny Mac by. Scraping still, Danny Mac by. I'm still on the floor just crawling towards 2021, but this is giving me the strength to crawl just a little bit quicker. Yeah. All right. I can see that. And I love that for you. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, I had a joke. It's gone. Damn it. You get better. I need to remember my jokes. We all need to get better. We all need to get better. 2020 needs to get better. <laughs> right <laughs> fucking now. Maybe Dan this will be Jared. the turning point. Dan Maybe and Jarrett record, record a thing. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. Maybe, you know, hey. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the turn around. Yeah. This is the start of something new. Sometimes all it takes to light a forest on fire is for Danny Mac and Jerry to yeah. just you know, be out there lighting a match to, or something. To be out there lighting the forest on fire. <laughs> lighting the forest, like, yeah. deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it down. Like I said, we're doing all we can to get by. Just barely. Yeah. But we're doing it. Like, if it's if that involves lighting forests on fire, then, uh, you know. So Danny Mac wants to watch some anime. Leave <laughs> yeah. him alone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck. All right. Damn. Uh, this is a good beer. Um, do we? Do you want to talk about working draft at all? Is there any? Is there anything notable aside from this is a tasty brew? Um, I would say one thing notable is well, I think it's super interesting how all the breweries have handled COVID, um, and I think working draft has adapted much better than most. I don't exactly know how they did it, but uh, they were not canning at all. They were solely crawlers, and then they started canning in four packs like you see typical of like untitled arts collective arts you know all the all the bigger brewers all the arts and it they got it going so quick that i don't even know how they did it but i feel like it was weak maybe like they were doing crowlers right away and doing no contact purchases for crowlers right away and then i feel like just a couple months later uh, probably around like early may they were already like canning four packs and it's like how did you how did you create a canning line and just create labels and like get it all going like that was so fast um i don't think you just buy it in the the place (laughs) yeah you just go to the the tap room and buy it from there and they have like and they also were like super quick to implement online purchases yeah uh that you could pick up in a contact free zone. Yeah, uh Wrightbauer has been doing that too. They don't nice. have the they don't have the cans, but yeah. they do they do do like 32 ounce um howlers or whatever, like huh? the glass ones. 32 ounce crawlers? I thought crawlers were the can. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Growlers. Yeah, 32 ounce growler. I thought they were called a howler when it was 32. Oh, Fuck. really? Who cares? It doesn't matter. The is glass this 32 ones. ounces? Yes, that's oh, 30, that's I see. 32 ounce can. You're probably you're probably right. I think growlers right. are 64 ounces. Yep, they're a, a whole US Imperial gallon. Yep, yep. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Well, yep. good for them. But yeah, I, I really admire working Jeff's just uh ability to adapt and modernize very quickly because nice. like their their internet sales store and everything it's just super easy to go through their like no contact station is like 
oddly efficient from the future you, yeah. the way you described it you yeah. like you walk into a thing there's a man behind you he scans your <laughs> retina and i'm like what the fuck yeah there's a there's like a dude he just like stands behind the door to the tap room <laughs> he you just like hold up taken. a qr code <laughs> yeah this seat's taken you just hold up your qr code he scans it and then they bring out your beer onto a high top table, a single high top table in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's it's just so funny, but it like it totally works. So. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's cool. Can I shut that door? Yeah, I will shut that door. Give it a little, give it a little touch, you know. But at least Savannah's watching something on brand. She's watching uh, the CW's. C- no, it's not. <laughs> that would be on brand. Yeah. Truly, it's the CW's Arrow. Oh, okay. She okay. does love that stuff. Really? What season is she in? Do you know? She's in a bad one. I yeah, know that. I hear that season goes, or that whole show goes down real quick. Yeah. I, I, I wandered down and I was like, oh, they're doing the thing that they do where they're like, where they take all the friends. Yeah. And they're like, we're all out of ideas. So they're like, what happens if all of the friends fight? And you're like, oh my God. Because <laughs> that's what I want to watch in yeah. dystopian hellscape yeah. 2020 is everyone that I love hating each other. Yeah. Fuck that, you. That show's like too gritty to begin with. Even. Yeah. It's it was like, what if Green Arrow was Batman and, and he just killed people. Fucking like to kill, and he was like tortured on an island for twenty years. I don't even just I don't even just kill because I have to. I kill because I like it. <laughs> it gets me fucking hard. <laughs> so we've never seen the show. We're back. Uh, <laughs> We're back in the studio. Um, should we talk about books before? Let's rescue ourselves from our ourselves. Yeah, I let's guess rescue so. ourselves from ourselves. We can talk about some DC books. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about which one's up first. Strange, Strange Adventures, Adventures uh, the newest gritty Tom King twelve-part maxi series about yeah. war. <laughs> Surprise in <and> pain. <laughs> Sur- surprise. Uh, so this is uh, this is issue number three, uh, written by Tom King with art by Mitch Gerards and Evan Doc Shaner. Yeah. Clayton Cowell's on the letters. Who you love to see. You do love to see. He draws a great smirk. He's, yeah, he draws a great smirk and a great everything else, honestly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, we missed the second issue of this, but I, yeah, I was super excited um, to pull issue one of this because... It's Tom well, King. Because it's Tom King and I love Tom King. <laughs> uh, that's not true, but you I did do. really love... Um, Mr. Miracle. Yes, Mr. Miracle, which is kind of similar in uh, tone and honestly subject matter and concept it's yeah. like what happens if we took a f- f- retro superhero from dc yep. that nobody gives a fuck about and did a, <laughs> and did a and be, because it's so low stake yeah and made a story about war yeah, yeah. and pain and pain <laughs> Yeah, it's true. But like the thing I did like about Mr. Miracle was Oh, there, it was so good. I mean, was, I'm yeah. memeing right now, but it was really good. It it wasn't it wasn't gritty like Tom King's Batman was gritty. Like Tom King's Batman was just like joyless slogging pain. <laughs> and and like Mr. Miracle and this one like it, even looking at like the color palettes and stuff, everything yeah. is very bright. And like kind of golden hour melancholy kind of looking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would say that it's it is it is grim, but not in like a gri- like not in like a grim dark yeah. sort of sense. Yeah, and there actually, is always a thread of optimism. And actually, what what I've always enjoyed about Mister Miracle, and then um, at least starting in Strange Adventures, is how the marriage takes center yeah. stage. It's, yeah, it's a and it so often it's the what they what hack comic writers will do is they'll take a marriage and they'll be like, well, 
uh, you know what what sells and what has like yeah. story is conflict. So yeah. we're just gonna drive a fucking wedge into it. You know what I mean? And like, you know, and that wasn't. It. I kept on waiting for it to happen. Likes the divorce. Yeah, or like the drama. What happens yeah. if Big Barda suck Master Chief's cock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. But it's like I kept on waiting for that moment to happen, but yeah. it was like it never did. And it was no. like they're just in a fucking loving relationship the whole time. Yeah. And, I was, yeah. and both of them make mistakes, and both of them work it out. And it's yeah. not, like one person fucks up, and the other person's like, "You fucked yeah. up." And they're like, "I know, I got." make it up and then it's like it's, ah, it's like a real thing yeah it's yeah crazy the one thing i will say um i Big. guess like as a critique of of that is uh oh. and, and when crystal read mr miracle too she also commented it's like Big Barda doesn't have in Mr. Miracle doesn't have like a ton of personal agency in that book no she's but just there there i mean like she does have a lot of great like character and uh like she's very well written i would say but it's true that like everything she does is reliant on what her husband decides to do well and it's in service of like him yeah yeah but there's also like like it's kind of a scapegoat but the whole like mr well i don't want to ruin anything the book's a year old dan it's okay 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 but uh spoiler warning So uh, a lot of the book, or maybe all the book, kind of takes place in his head, in Mr. Miracle's head. So in that sense, it does kind of make sense that she is kind of like at his whims since... And that's exactly what Tom King meant to do. Because like, like they are married in real life, but throughout the course of this story, she's like kind of a figment of his imagination. It's his like, it's his like visualization of her or something like that. Well, yeah, it's just like, I I think uh, the idea is like that he got infected by dark sides like, um... Oh, don't, don't say it. We have to figure it out. It's the, it's the something formula. Yeah. And it's really stupid, but it's the, kind of a cool plot device, actually. Oh God! Uh, the equate—it's an equation. The zero, the something life equation, anti-life equation. I yes, think that's what. That's it right. Is. It's the the anti-life equation. And it's like this absurd thing that was created in DC, where there's like a mathematical formula, and like I think if you know it, it like drives you insane, and you kill sure. yourself or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it opens up with him killing himself, right? Or um, trying to? trying to kill himself. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyways, all that to say that Tom King, he writes some really good shit. Say, all that to say Tom King fucking sucks. <laughs> Come on. He, he can write some really good shit. I'm not totally sold on his uh, writing of women yet, but uh, he does a good job with, at the very least, not He's like, trying. He's trying, and yeah. he's not like exploiting them in yeah. the ways that they... Traditionally, have are. traditionally in the comic book industry yeah. by just using them as a plot device that the main hero man has to go and rescue. Tom King is so easy to make fun of because he's actually very good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's a, he's like he's he tries stuff that like mm-hmm. no other comic book writer tries. He he tries to work in like you know like references to literature yep. and poems and yep. shit like that. And like I said, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. And and all like literally, I. I I have utmost respect for Tom. He's he's doing shit. There's a reason why that DC trusts him with yeah. all this kind of stuff like that. Yeah, he's very good. It's just it's so easy to make fun of him. And yeah. like when when we do it, it's just kind of just meme Duncan, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's very he's a he's very, very talented, talented author. We both appreciate his voice yep. in comics, but 
also Batman fucking sucked. That was when he that was it. that oh was rough. God. I think he was very good at the beginning, and it just got real. But you could tell that it wasn't his wheelhouse. He lost the passion for yeah. it. At some, at some point down the line, he was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." But like, and what was the other one he wrote with Booster Gold? What was uh, that called again? Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis. That yeah. was pretty good. That was pretty good. And you consider that he was writing that while writing a Batman book yeah. every two weeks. It yeah. was like Ugh. a Batman book that he did not like. Yeah, <laughs> very like, clearly. Was, at least I hope he didn't like it. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure he didn't enjoy it. I don't think anyone did. Uh, <laughs> it was just a just a joyless slog. Slog, but we did it out of duty. Yep. As we do this show. Yep. Exactly. Um. Uh, so but yeah, I will you... agree with you that he he has to prove himself that he can. I. I Okay, again, my whole point was that he's easy to make fun of, and it's especially easy to make fun of when he writes women because it's like, oh, you... but but I, what I think he's trying to do is he's tr- he's trying to do it right, you know yeah. what I mean? And I can mm-hmm. I can like appreciate that, and I, I don't know how the fuck I would I would be miserable at it, yeah, I'm sure. So For sure. he's way more deft at it than us. But... And he did do a really good job at like uh, portraying writing a pretty functional emotionally stable marriage yes which is like no comic book writer yep. has ever done yeah, that ever. no way because the whole yeah like you were saying the whole source of like comic book uh plot devices through you, you know or any writing really yeah. is just like conflict conflict. Yeah. conflict drives but you know every once in a while a writer can do some interesting shit and prove that stable relationships can also be interesting they are they're compelling yeah. because that's real life exactly you know and I mean? and because it's such like an underserved um yeah. topic you know oh you know what that is is because we're in con- we're in real relationships yeah i know and now once we have kids we're yep. gonna be like now we want kids we, we are yep. exactly. i love i love i love watching superman I have to watch a wipe a baby <laughs> i want to hear more about cyclops's kids that's I what hear jared's more. gonna say in I'll, 10 years yeah in 10 years i'll be like what happened to cyclops's kids you don't know, just cut oh, out kicking you know you can't read a comic anymore about a man and his family <laughs> That's what Jared's gonna say. And that is exactly what I'm gonna say. You're you hit the nail on the head, Dan. We're not having kids, so I'm gonna be right forever. Good so, for you. Yeah. Young and sexy forever. Yep, young and sexy forever. That's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I like this book. Uh, we did miss issue two due to COVID. Maybe we'll pick it up. I'm sure uh, you could have found it. You probably just didn't grab it. No, you're correct. I didn't grab it. It was kind of on purpose though, because I felt like uh, you just wanted us to miss it. Well, not this specifically, but like all of the books that I pulled, I'm not going to pull all of the books that we missed throughout yeah. COVID. It would be like a hundred dollars. I wonder. How, I wonder how much, how, how big that stack was. I don't. I didn't have one. <laughs> I know he canceled it, but at the same time, I still worry that it's. I was but like, I was. There. I was yeah. going to joke that it's this is fucking just pile, <laughs> and that like my my face is on it, and there's like a knife through it in the center or something like that. He's like already charged your credit card yeah. because he had it on file He's like, and it's you just piece of shit. <laughs> fucking Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you ever show your face in the store gonna swear to fucking God. Uh good stuff. Good. So uh what happened in this book? What happened in this book? So <laughs> half of it was a flashback to and the whole the whole premise of this book is He's Adam not Strange, explaining what happened to it. I, well, we have to give background, and then <laughs> background. we have to brack the background, <laughs> and then we'll get to the present, Jerry. Okay, uh, damn. So the the basically the plot of this book is that Adam Strange, who is this uh, very what's the old like sci fi. 
Uh, retro futurism. Yeah, retro futuristic guy. Oh, What's fuck me, I can't believe Flash that. Gordon. Yeah, yep. yeah. He's like a Flash Gordon kind of character, and he like fights in space and like has cool space adventures. So of course, Tom King like wrote him as like he fought wars in space yeah. and had dark space adventures. Yeah, he, he writes. He writes George Jetson's time in the military when yeah. he got fucking yeah. traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly is kind of a cool vibe. Yeah, like that's pretty neat. Retro futuristic uh Because they always glossed over that shit. Yeah, they, exactly. They did everything in the fifties. Like, yep. our boys went to war and then they killed lots of Germans they and they killed... came back and everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. And like old comics are like, Oh, you kill a bunch of aliens and then you go back a hero and it's Yay! like So Yay! in this book, Adam Strange is being accused of war crimes against a alien race. And then also didn't he supposedly kill somebody? And blew up somebody's oh, head. Oh, because they're, yeah, because so the person, and I had to look this up so I could remember. The person who but, accused him yes. or questioned him in yep. a press release got his brain blown up. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people think that he murdered him. So the Justice League is. Um, Hot on the trail. Yeah, they are. So Mr. Terrific and Batman are heading an investigation into Adam Strange to try and figure out if he has committed war crimes. Um, so yeah, it sounds pretty dark and it kind of is, but it's also pretty interesting because they actually, the thing that I actually appreciated out of this is like, they talk about the legality of the Justice League and like lawyers and like how the Justice League fits into the American legal system, which is an insane topic, but it is kind of interesting that they're like, and they would probably try to fucking navigate it in real life and then be like, well, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's like, they're like, and and it talks about like the public opinion on it too. It's like, so Mr. Terrific was assigned this investigation. He's not even in the Justice League right now, though he has been in the past. So why do they even like name him this? It was like uh, it's kind of interesting, like how an independent body run by superheroes yeah. like the Justice League can fit into the American legal system and what people would think about that. Right. Like the fact that they can appoint whoever they want to look into this. It doesn't even have to be like a, you know, hired position or whatever. It's like, ah, oh, we'll get Mr. Terrific out here. Have him solve it. Oh yeah, like a like a vote or something. Yeah, or yeah. like some democratically elected yeah. uh position. It's Which like is a vote, Dan. I said vote. Yeah, exactly. Like the Justice League God damn. <laughs> the Justice League is fascist, Jared. The, ju- the Justice League is you're right. They they are cops. They are. Yeah. Defund the Justice League. Mm-hmm. We said we weren't gonna wade into any weird difficult to navigate navigate social issues dan i feel like we're di- we're steering dangerous yeah but then we got some beers in us jerry <laughs> <laughs> you know we're gonna and talk. Now the boys are back oh. <laughs> back to talking about shit that we shouldn't be talking about <laughs> especially now especially now nobody wants this dan nobody yeah, wants this content nobody wants it but here we are but here we are we're, we're here, here. We're talking we're about here. It. defund the justice league defund craft comics let's Def- be real we're not funded, we're not funded <laughs> we don't anyways. make any fucking money yeah. this is a negative this is a wait not a zero sum it's a negative sum yeah, it's a negative sum game i've been paying for the fucking account this whole time yeah it's like my gym membership it keeps charging it's not like i go oh you mean like the the like pod the pr- yeah the, the, the pod bean service yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's fucking whatever man <laughs> what's money What's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't have it. We'll find <laughs> we'll out. We'll find out, yeah. See if the, they send me some mail. You know, feds come, I throw my own poop at them. <laughs> get out of here! It's worked for the first 30 years of your life. Why exactly. stop now? You just throw the poop. Go on, get! If anything, the poop's more weaponized now because of the Rona. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're afraid. <laughs> um, this might be diseased. You don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Uh, I mean, hopefully it's not, because otherwise I will be we, in we big trouble s- after this podcast. We need to steer Jerry, <laughs> steer this, what this do you boat. Think, what did you think of uh, Strange Adventures? Number I three? liked it. I liked the uh, Shaner parts. I thought yep. it was very good. Tom King uh, did a good Tom King thing where he told two stories at the same time. Yep. But they were like parallel stories. Yeah. They were kind of like doing, doing a thing. Um, I liked... I liked the, the art. I liked the art the, was, the so art was, was amazing. The the transition between Gerard's and um, uh, Shainer can be really jarring, um, but I feel like the colors did such a good job of marrying the two. Yeah, that for I sure. almost didn't notice. Yeah, I noticed. It was one of those things where I was like, "Oh wow!" Like uh, her eyes look really different. Like he he draws her yeah. with different eye shadow, and I was like, I thought it was just the eye shadow. Right. And then when you said that Shaner did it, I was like, Holy fuck! It all makes sense. So yeah. it's like really cleverly done. Yep. It's really cleverly done that way. Uh, I I liked I liked that they're doing. She seems to have more agency than Barda did. I, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm noticing that she kind of ha- seems to be. I hope that they're not making her evil. That was my one fear. Oh, really? Yeah, this. I don't think so. I uh, think she's just like she's just very protective of him and and her family and her secrets. What did you uh, see about her that you thought? Well, that... she's always smoking, and women who smoke are typically some kind of like you right. know, some omen. And so I'm like, okay. And what made her different than Barda to you? Like in terms of agency she's do- or she's whatever? she's doing things that he's not aware of. Oh yeah, yeah. Behind yeah. his back in the pool and stuff like that. Yeah, that's uh, so, a good point. So Batman comes. Batman comes to visit. Uh, her in her pool um, and she's all sexy slinky and pulls yep. a gun out of the the drain hole <laughs> yeah which is which is which is kind of funny yeah um, and then it blows smoke in Batman's face and then it gets all caught on the news yeah um, it, it's it's cool I liked I liked that and I really liked the I, I liked the fight between him and that weird gladiator demon he fucking decapitated that guy yeah that was brutal this yeah. is the black label Jerry is They're this allowed- a black label yep they're allowed to get a little dark in this, Jerry. I thought for some reason when he decapitated him, she was like, "Go get the healer." I was like, "Are they gonna? Is he gonna heal him?" Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought they were gonna like stick his head back on or something. You but think no, it's-, it's it's because he was like poisoned or whatever yeah. that they wanted the healer. So he's gonna make it. Uh no, the lizard man the is fucking the, dead. The lizard guy's not gonna make <laughs> he's it. He's so dead, dude. He's yeah. Well, fucking... that's what he that's what he gets for talking about about her. Like he's he was being it. an asshole. He, he kind of deserved it. He was not super great. Not a nice man. He, nice. he wasn't like comically evil though. Uh, like even he's him... very cocky. Yeah, but he's like, like I'm gonna mate with your woman. Yeah, but also, but also he had he had that cool line about like. You know, death and oh, I his live pr- through his, my son and his my prayer. Son and, yeah. yeah, he's like everything. Yeah. Life is cyclical, so death doesn't matter. He had like a kind of a cool little monologue. He wasn't like oh, I a, thought it was like a prayer or something. Yeah, he, it might he was have been. like issuing know. some. It's it had kind of like a rhyming stanza to it. Oh, so I, okay. Yeah. I kind of I kind of assumed it was some kind of like prayer. Yeah. Either way, I thought it was pretty cool. Like it, it the thing I like about Tom King and uh, this book is no exception is that he finds really interesting ways to examine uh, situations that would traditionally in like superhero comics be like very cut and dry, good, evil kind of stuff. He's much more of like, there is no good and evil. Everyone is like, you know, sentient life is precious and we all need to respect each other kind of a thing. So like examining these like traditional superhero tropes of like decapitating lizard men with like, uh, you know, he's not, he doesn't really paint that the lizard man is like evil 
actual evil. He's like, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but it's like. But so uh, is Adam Strange. But yeah, exactly. And it's all ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the yeah. I feel like that's the end point. Is like war is ugly, conflicts. War ugly. is hell. War is hell. War is hell. Yeah, it, I I appreciate this book, and I it, it does seem very like almost derivatively uh, reminiscent of Mister Miracle, but I'm sure it's gonna find its own way. Like, what's I'm interesting sh- though is like. To me, I thought Mr. Miracle had a strong opening. Yeah. Um, and it was like less about the war and stuff like that. And then you slowly kind of got brought on with the war. Right. This starts with it. And I'm wondering what the structure is going to be like, if it's going to kind of have like a almost mirrored. Kind yeah. Of thing where, like the war was very front loaded in this and then it becomes more personal yeah. towards the end. Whereas like Mr. Miracle started out more personal and then and got, got more into the war. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it, it's good. It's, I don't know. It, it feels like comfort food at this point for me, uh, just cause it's like, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's some, pretty to look at some good Tom King. We got some Mitch Gerard's art. You got yep. some Doc Shaner art. It's just, yep. it's just good yep. stuff. Yep. Agreed. Num, num, num. Agreed. Eat it up. Eat it up. All right. Uh, last book this week is Buttman number. Buttman. Ah, fuck, Dan. He's I, back. I cut a jalapeno and I rub my eye. Why did you cut a? Ha- when did you cut a jalapeno? Ah, like hours ago. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Buttman number ninety-five. James Sinney in the fourth. Jorge Jimenez. Jimenez. I don't Jimenez. know. We never know. Tomu More on colors and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Yep. Dan, I barely read this because it was too much dialogue, so you'd take this. <laughs> really? Yeah. There wasn't... Uh, I guess there was a lot. It, it, he tinian all over the page. And I love George Tinian. George Killian. George Killian. Uh, James Tinian the fourth. but yeah, I was like not in the mood to read a fucking Joker story right now, so I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, you're right. I didn't even notice it while I was reading it, but there was a lot of dialogue. Yeah. That's why I finished like a whole issue I had to use, because I skimmed this. Yeah. Um, was it good? It was good, actually. I, I really appreciate it. So this is... Uh, I don't know. It's like Joker War Part One, yeah. which <laughs> I don't totally understand. We were talking about this a little bit, like how it fits into the continuity, because this is like no, this is continuity. I found it out. Alfred's oh, not Alfred's not alive at the very the big what? Re- the big reveal at the end. Uh, fucking Bruce Wayne is like uh, she's like I poisoned you, oh. and he's like he's like Alfred, you're dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah, because he's talking to Alfred the whole issue. So I guess I'm a little confused, but that's okay. <laughs> Dan's fine. always confused. Because they, like, they talk about, uh, like, it, they introduce the Joker in this, kind of. Like, he's like, I've never encountered someone like right, this but before. You find out he's all fucked up on some kind of But chemical. he's fucked up on some kind of poison and shit. Um <laughs> and Alfred's still dead, so big rip, <laughs> big big rip. Um, but uh, yeah, this wasn't there. A, wasn't remember there was like a comic that was called like Pennywise R.I.P. or something like that. Man, fuck DC. <laughs> Pennywise R. What's his name? Pennyworth. Uh, oh yeah, it was like Pennyworth yeah. R.I.P. I think it was just on the cover of one of them or Ugh. something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real gross. And uh, again, we can thank our boy Tom King for that. Pennywise. Pen- <laughs> Pennywise, yeah, it was like did they, they all do an float it down here. Crossover that yeah. I missed, and that's, you that's, read for some reason. That's the big reveal is that Alfred is Pennywise. Yep, yep, that's the big reveal. Um, but yeah, this I, I I thought this was kind of a cool story. So basically, the Joker. Uh, okay, so the media finds <laughs> out that Wayne Enterprises has been funneling money to Batman, which is a compelling like plot point. It's like, yeah, how has no one yet figured out? 
that like Wayne Enterprises is spending like probably a billion dollars. Yeah, billions of dollars. Funding bat suit technology. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this was kind of a fun way to like, I don't know. And, and so they what happens is somehow that we don't really understand, but whatever, just go with it. Like the Joker is able to uh, take over Wayne Enterprises through his associates who take over once they find out that Bruce Wayne has been funneling money to Batman. So they still don't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but they do know that he's been spending a fuck ton of money on Batsuits. You would think that they'd be able to connect the yeah, two dots. Yeah, they'd be like, wait but- a minute. <laughs> they'd like put a picture of him side by side. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But, uh, but here we are. They haven't figured that out yet. They probably never will because, you know, the plot. Um, because plots. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool... So it's like, what would the Joker do with like unlimited funds from Wayne Enterprises? And he's like, buys up a bunch of theaters. He like infects a bunch of people with Joker gas. He buys what like the theater that uh, Bruce Wayne's parents were killed at, actually. Classic. I don't think he knows that. Um, but he was he's talking to the proprietor of the theater and uh, talks about... And the, yeah, he, he talks about it a little bit. Um, we also see the new Harley Quinn in this, basically. Yeah, she's Harley Quinn, too. Yeah, basically, because Harley is now, like, doing her own thing, uh, finally, like, broke up with the Joker, whatever, uh, they did this whole, like, rehabilitation thing. She's kind of, like, an anti-hero now. Gamers rise up. Gamers rise up. So gamers rose up, but then they were like, well, we still need to, we still need to have problematic. Yeah. <laughs> we still need to have a problematic female character. Yeah, she's not that problematic. At least she's not, like... She seems to be, I will say, like, Harley Quinn is, like, a battered woman in most arcs of the comic, which, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, but th- this one is, they they don't get that dark in this, like, the... Yeah, she's just an associate. She's an associate. She's got, like, it's clear that she's not, like, she's not, like, in love with the Joker yeah, from what I can see. interested, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I definitely didn't get any of that in this. She seems to be very, like, headstrong and confident, and, um, you know, she's still, like, kind of a, you know, Joker lackey, but I don't know. Maybe they'll do some cool stuff with her. I reserve my expectations. I like her costume. Yeah, me too. Her costume and makeup are pretty cool. Yep. She's got the marionette thing. Yeah, yeah, going. yeah. So, yeah, I think she looks cool, but, you know... I don't really think she's necessary, certainly. Like, do no. we need another I don't Joker understand. henchman? I don't understand why it wasn't just the Joker there. It's like, I think... Except for other than, like, we just got to draw this conflict out kind of thing. Yeah, I think they just kind of wanted another, like, hot Joker... Lady? Side, lady sidekick kind of yeah. thing. I don't know. Which is kind of gross. Fine. We'll see. Uh, I like James Tinian. Hopefully, he does some pretty cool stuff with her. Right now, she just kind of seems like a... They're like, well, we can't have Harley Quinn. Yeah. She's like, so what happens if we just made another one? Kind of a traditional villain. But another one. She does look really cool. Though. Yeah. her Like, like I said, her, her, her whole getup is good. That's a pretty fucking cool panel right there. Yeah. She's like I said, her whole getup is her whole getup is pretty neat. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, her makeup is like not clowny. It's more marionette-y. Yeah. It's neat. It's cool. She looks cool. Yeah. She, and then she looks badass. Yeah. I like that she's not like crazy. Yeah. My me thing, too. My thing is like I get so fatigued with Joker arcs because like the Joker's like, I'm a wackadoo. And then like yeah. Harley Quinn's like, I'm also wackadoo. And yeah. it's like, she seems wackadoo in like a cool way. Yeah. Like a fucking like, mm-hmm. crazy 
like she's with it, which is yeah. almost scarier. Yeah. Right. Like Harley Quinn was like, Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought they had some cool Joker Batman moments in this. Like he's talking to ghost Alfred hallucination, Alfred. You're about... not you. <laughs> and then he fucking shoots missiles at him. Yeah. About like how, uh, I don't know, like Joker's outlook on the world. And he's like, he just kills everyone. I've never encountered anyone. Like, like he just views everyone as like bags of meat and like, we're the only two people alive in this whole world. And that's why he's like, he doesn't care about anything. He always like, he doesn't even care if he fails. He's already got like his next plan lined up for like how to fuck with me. And, Alfred's like, yeah, man, that's fucked up. But also, I'm a figment of your imagination, bro. And that, Get and it that's, together. And that's also fucked up. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm an AI, and I'm about to shoot a missile at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rip. So, so I'm still, I'm still into it. Honestly, I think this is some good, some good bats, some good bats shit. Some yeah, good Butman. It's like, it's good Joker. It's good Batman. It's not super brooding, which is my favorite thing about it. Honestly, it's like. It's it's it doesn't it's not so much into like Batman's psyche and his like fears and like what if what if Batman was just like psych he's so psychologically damaged what if he was just broken psychologically like it's been done so <laughs> fucking many times so oh he can't even get married Dan yeah and that was the whole Tom King thing and it was so bad so uh, I appreciate that they they seem to be focusing more on like cool stories like using. The, the detective stuff. Yeah, detective stuff. Batman's smart again. He's not it's just also like pretty grim dark. Yeah, it, it is still fairly grim dark, but I I don't honestly mind that as long as it's not like psychologically like draining and about like him losing his mind and hope for life and shit like that. Also, his dad's there in his six. Yeah, he's the same age and is gonna. It's gonna sex fuck with his, his wife. wife. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what, what the, the fuck? fuck is happening? That was a real, and then he naked wrestled with Bane. That yeah, was a for real like thing that issues. happened. He naked wrestled with yeah. Tom King's or no Tom King's dad did not. <laughs> Batman's dad naked wrestled with Bane, submitted him in his nudity, yeah. and yeah. then tried to fuck <laughs> his son's wife. Yeah, <laughs> what the like, hell is going on? He's like the most uncomfortably horny comic that I've like ever read. <laughs> and like, that's including bargain bins. Yeah. Like those are comfortably horny. Yeah, this Kiko is like Sad was comfortable. weird kinks, man. Yeah. Super like it's very bizarre. Like you shut it and you're like, I don't know how to unpack that. Yeah. I don't, and I, I don't, don't know, want it. I don't want to. I don't I think keep, anyone I want, should want to. I want to keep that packed. Yeah. Let's, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that packed. <laughs> let's keep that nice keep tucked away. Packed tight and nice. Like Kiko San's bulge. <laughs> Exactly. All right, let's look at what's going on next week in comic book land. Uh, I think we need to. Yeah, this conversation is at an end. Yep, agreed. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna look I mean, at what we com- could talk about naked men forever. But, and Kikusan. And Kikusan. But for the sake of the listeners, we should probably just see what's coming up. Let's next. move on, Dan. Let's move on. See what's coming out next week. Uh, new week, new us. Cool. All right, Dan. All right, Jerry. Uh, we're super excited for next week. We are. Yeah, I'm excited is- for anything, honestly. But. <laughs> These these will also be good. Yeah, these will be fun. Yeah. You just you're excited just to, to do do something new. I'm just excited to be back in the studio. Just just to try something new that you've never had before. Yeah. And speaking of something that you've never had yeah. before, this is uh this is that beer I was talking about earlier, yeah. Mandarin Buff Tart. I went I went downstairs. I got it. Was the the descriptor Tang Orange accurate? Uh, I've not tried it yet. I'm gonna sip it no, right the, now. Like the orange. Color. Oh yeah, it looks. Yeah, you're right. It looks exactly like Tang. Yeah, like it's kind a of kicking cl- a glass. Like kicking the glass yeah. and in the mouth. Yep. Um. So yeah, this is. 
I'm confused as to what this is. So, like, first of all, I thought you were going to bring me something from some, like, trash brewery. This is... It's the from the Brewing Project. Mandarin's Puff Tart, malt beverage with milk, sugar, mandarin, and marshmallow flavor. The, what the fuck? Like, malt beverage? Like, they're a brewery. Are they... I don't understand what this is. Yeah, I don't either. Because, like, so when I hear, like, malt beverage, that to me says not beer. That to me says, like, Colt 45, uh, which is, like, beer adjacent, but not the same thing. <laughs> You're looking so much better. Uh, I right just now. don't like it. I'm going to take a sip. Tell me what you don't like about it. Uh, it's like, so let's do some tasting notes. Oh. It is, it is orange, like orange, like orange popsicle it kind of tastes like tang honestly yeah it's like orange popsicle and then you get this weird burnt marshmallow flavor that kind of it it hits you really intense on like the mid and then it washes away to just this kind of sickly sweet yeah like i just got done drinking tang kind of it reminds sunny d of when i used to eat orange juice concentrate out of my parents freezer as a child interesting (laughs) (laughs) but with like more no 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 no. you what you used to just like like with a spoon yeah so like you you know those like orange concentrate i know them i'm just curious why what had little tiny baby dan McHugh just yeah so like i mean when you think about it logically Okay. You're taking like a big can of something tasty and you're diluting it with two gallons of water. Therefore, the concentrated version must be Better. like two times as tasty because it's two times less concentrated, right? Yeah. Three times even. Three times even. Um, I don't think I would endorse it as an adult, but as in a kid. It made uh, sense. It, it did make sense and it was pretty tasty actually. It was just like syrup. Yeah, it was like, like icy syrup. And also I should elaborate that I also would somehow sometimes sneak spoonfuls of tang powder with no <laughs> with no with no mix at all just and I right would just in the eat old... it. Just right in the old gullet. What was it about about orange that you just went ham gangbusters over yeah i guess orange soda was my favorite as a child also orange candy so make of it what you will Jarrett. this is a weird fucking drink i don't enjoy it uh it's bizarre it's from a very good brewery which is i bought i bought four of these six 16 ounce (laughs) four of 16 ounces they've been in the fridge for fucking ever i'm just so glad that i'm forcing you to drink it's way too sweet man like that's the main thing like it does that thing that like i haven't felt this when i exhale ever like in college, when you were slamming Mike's hards and yeah. you drank three of them too yeah. fast, and you yeah. had to lay down in your dorm room yeah. because your tummy hurt, yeah. and you like felt the diabetes on your Just breath, the gut rot, yeah, yeah, and like you, that your breath tasted sweet, yep. and you're like, oh, this is not good. This is what this tastes like. Yeah, yeah, it's like it tastes like the cleaner that this kid threw up in in kindergarten. It's like seared in my mind. I want like one tiny starburst sized sip of this. And then never again. And then never again. I don't even want it because, like, honestly, like the orange is fine. A fucking tall boy of that? Are you kidding me? Yes. Who would want to drink an entire tall boy of that? I haven't done it. I, I I did it once. I drank an entire tall boy of it once because I felt obligated to. And then the other one, I I got like maybe two thirds of the way through, maybe yeah. a half, and I poured it out. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. 
That's a lot, man. Like 16 ounces. This is shit is as sweet as like fucking yeah. as like soda. I can't imagine the sugar content in this shit. Ugh. It's got to be like eating like this glass is probably the equivalent of eating like an entire pack of Starburst. Yeah, like there's a government warning on this for the alcohol, <laughs> but it should be the fucking yeah. glycerol or mm-hmm. glycine or gly- glycol. Hey, I know Gretchen listens to this and she's yeah. smarter than I am. Yeah, what she know. Glycogen. Glycogen. I think it's glycogen. My insulin is spiking because of my glycogen. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is a truly bizarre drink. I hate it. I, I can honestly say I've had nothing like it before. And there's probably a good reason for it. Like I said, I think I don't even hate the orange, but then you get that marshmallow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's like a someone someone took a dreamsicle and they melted it and then they mixed it so that it and was then they like it with tang. <laughs> and then they mixed it with tang and uh, and orange concentrate and a reckless. A reckless, I don't know, a, a reckless disregard for kidney health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kidney and... Just overall body. Dental. Yeah, overall body health. Because yeah. you know, Jared, it's not just the sugar, it's the acid. You're right. And this has both. Dan, wait, what's what's wrong with acid? Uh, I don't know. It's just like what they always used to say in those 90s uh, anti-soda oh, commercials. Oh, on your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just the sugar. It's the acid. It's the acid and the sugar. It's the acid. Yeah, this is some weird shit. Uh, next week, we have Buttman number 96. Yeah. Stra- so you get a double dose. And you get a double dose. You also get a double dose of Strange Adventures number four. Yep. Captain America number 21, still written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. We pulled this a long time ago. Our boys. Our boys. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe we got such a good meme out of it and then stopped pulling and it. And we stopped pulling it. Yeah. It got kind of weird and boring. Remember the, yeah. the vampire thing? Yeah, it got a little like uh, grimdark too. It was like, what if Captain America... What happens if the dream failed? What happens if the American dream's dead and no one likes Captain America because the American dream's dead and well, he's a him. symbol of fascism? Have you seen 2020? <laughs> yeah. You've tried Captain America, but have you tried Captain America in 2020? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I would be in more of a mood right now to fucking hate Captain America for being a fascist. So even if it leaned into that, I feel like I'll I probably it, be into it. I bet it swings the other way. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's. You ha- you almost have to. Like, I'm sure by now his public image has been like. Well, no, restored. and it's like not even like like man, yeah, sure, you could do that thing a year ago, a year yeah. and a half ago, but yeah. now it's like, God damn. It's like, please stop. <laughs> please, like, please, I just want, I want to believe so bad that yeah. like, that like Captain America's not a fucking fascist. <laughs> like the cops maybe, but not Captain America. <laughs> please. Fuck, please. Okay, we got Guardians of the Galaxy number five, Sex Criminals number 30, and Money Shot. So we got two triple x rated yeah Maybe, uh, oh, some, yeah some some good sex books we're gonna talk to you about penises and come bro do you know what uh <laughs> come is yeah yeah bro you know what <laughs> you know come bro i do did you ever uh do we know what happened to basketball heads is that still going i think it's done fuck but i don't know I, i'll check when i go to the comic maybe i can get like the last couple issues or i something. do love i did love that book it was really good i do, i didn't like the one where they 
yeah. electrocuted her and she pissed herself. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? It's like, that's a bit much, yeah. That's a little bit overboard. Even, she was even still, for a horror she, comic. She pissed herself, but then she was still like fucking just sassing him. Yeah. About it. Yeah. She was like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's better. I guess it is better. But it's still but not it, ideal. But it's not great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, not It's not it's my not ideal comic book. I, I And if, I, if we missed him getting his head cut off, I'm going to be really That's upset. the thing is I want the payoff because yeah. they built it up so much. And he was a real piece of shit. Yeah. They and they like they oh. they were building it up to be like a big uh you know, she's gonna fuck all these people up. And if it didn't get there, I'll be fucking pissed. Yeah. So I want that payoff. I want that payoff too. Um so yeah, maybe I'll ask next week. Um once we go to the once I go to the shit. Just don't use my name. <laughs> yeah, I won't use well I am gonna I'm gonna have to confirm that your shit is cancelled probably. Why? I'll just like say it in the email like Hey, I'm Jared's friend. Like, we make a podcast together. You've seen me a couple times. I just wanted to confirm that I'll be pulling the comics for the podcast this like time. And um, I know Jared's pull is probably canceled, but you can keep it that way. Something like that. No, you don't want me to even mention you. Maybe not. He's not. He's not. Why else would I have your e- his email though? You could ask him. Why do I have your email? Just Sutter, Sutter, <laughs> Sutterfuge, Dan. I don't even think I have his email, to be honest with you. I tried emailing him like towards the end there when I was going to... Oh, really? When I was like, I got to email him. And I was like, what is it? Sean at Graham Crackers. Oh. I'm so scared of him, man. I don't want him to come and make yell at me anymore. <laughs> he can't hurt me anymore. Well, I'm dude, working he, from home. Yeah, he can't hurt you anymore. He's got to deal with old Danny Mac now. Yeah, so. da- and Danny Mac... Danny Mac, you know, you guys think he's a nice boy, but like the, the thing about Danny Mac is he doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit about weird social interactions. He'll just be like, this is terrible for me and I want you to stop. <laughs> As opposed to me who is like, this is terrible for me, but I'm not going to articulate that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to just like not say anything and not along yeah. and just yeah. go with it. You yeah. know? So I respect you and I love you. Thank you, Jarrett. Yeah. You can I just Ven- you Venmo me for the books every week. and Yeah. Except you don't get Venmo notifications. <laughs> well, 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 you can just make me do it. You'll okay. Like, I venmo okay. you and okay. I'll Venmo you. I can do that. I'm saying, I can you know do that. that. All right, cool. Or we can order. We can figure out how to order them online. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> if Sean gives me any guff about old Uncle Gary, then yeah, that's, that's the route that we'll be. Taking, yeah, be like, but. see, I'll see you online. I'll see you online, Sean. <laughs> I'm gonna order from Midtown now. <laughs> you shitter. Good luck out there. I hope he's not listening. small business owner. I hope he's not listening to this. I'll just bleep out every every version of his yeah. name. Yeah. So long, bleep. <laughs> He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He doesn't listen to this. I mean, and also, I will be much more organized than you were probably. Yeah, I was probably a real piece of shit customer. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I mean, I know I told you to order this every week, but I haven't wanted it in like two months. (laughs) But I didn't actually mean it, so can you just put it back on the And I've been putting it on the shelf for like a year. (laughs) I know that it's like an indie comic that no one will ever read, but I don't want it, so you have to figure out what to do with it now. (laughs) I made made you buy it, and I'm going to keep on making you buy it. By hiding them. In fact, I'm going to make my pull list even bigger. <laughs> I'm like, we're expanding. I'm still only buying yeah, six comics. <laughs> still only buying six a week. But. Yeah, but I also want a hundred. I want you to order. <laughs> I want you to order hundred and then give me the variant. That's exactly it. Yeah, give me the variant, please. Please give me the Valorant. Is what I'm saying. You want that Valorant? I want that Valorant. I'm going to play some Valorant when I get. Are home. you going to? Probably. Oh. It's a good game, man. It's fun. I'm bad at it. They have a good. Uh, like battle pass system uh yeah i like their thing. battle like pass Fortnite. yeah it's good it's it's better than leagues 
Yeah, League's kind of sucks. It's so dumb. Yeah. I'm like, come on, League. They're like the biggest game, and they have yeah, like they the worst rewards. It is literally the worst battle pass I've ever seen. I'm like, why don't you just get on that smack? Mm-hmm. Like, well, we don't have to because we just make the most money. Yeah, so. we don't have to. So why would we want to? You could make so much more, though, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I agree. Because like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy the battle pass. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bro. It lasts for like a week, and you have to play like 9,000 hours. Yeah. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Dumb. Man, this like beer is like so sugary. I don't like it. It makes it's me like, feel bad. I kind of like like it the more I drink it, but at the same time, my stomach is like contracting the more I drink it. So that's probably not a good. When you sign. swallow it, you feel like you're like yeah. esophagus is like yeah. No, my what are gut you is like you're ingesting like five alcohols worth of sugar right now. Yeah, and it's in not even one alcohol. Yeah, and like I have to parse the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And all the sugar now. Yeah. Well, Dan, can you hear it? What a ride. Uh, I can't hear it. It is the sweet, sweet melody of our outro music. Our, back our new, again. Our new outro music that is also back again. Yep. I, I lost I lost all of it. Yeah. And also the reason why you haven't heard like the interlude music. The, or the, what do the you break call music? It? The do, break do, music. Do, 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 do. Well, I mean, I might edit that in there. Yeah, you might edit that in there. Probably won't. Probably not. Maybe next week, though. Maybe next week. The, the fact that we got the intro and the outro yeah. was pretty good. Honestly, yeah. that was you went above and beyond my expectations. Yeah. I was like, Jerry's not even gonna fuck do an intro. Do an intro. It's just gonna be a cold start. Maybe. Hi, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hi, I'm Jared Moore. Hello, welcome to my podcast. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to this podcast. <laughs> welcome to the Pod Dome with Jared Moore. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, but yeah, you did it. You did it. You did your editing skills and what else, Dan? Uh, and you also look wonderful tonight and and have you a great, also need to have a great day have a great day good to be back Woo! the boys and balls back in town danny and jerry back in the studio together forever till they hate each other oh yeah baby